Hey guys, welcome to another solo episode, or I don't know which one I'm going to post first, so this could be the first solo episode. And today I'm going to be talking about how to bounce back from a toxic relationship and, you know, how to enter a new one, a good and healthy one. Kind of ironic because I just finished arguing with my boyfriend. Um, so if you hear sniffling, it's because I was crying. Hi, sorry, I don't know where I cut off because sometimes if I move just slightly, like a tiny bit, it'll fuck up the mic, but I'm gonna manifest it's not gonna happen. Anyways, as I was saying, I just finished an argument with my, uh, my boyfriend, which is, which is all good and well because we had not, we have not argued in a, like, hot minute, so, like, properly argued. So if you hear sniffling, it's because I was crying. I'm not gonna disclose why we were arguing because that's not relevant to this episode, but I did want to talk about how kind of like i mean he has an argument but arguments are very normal and it's nothing like it was not a huge argument so we're all good tomorrow we'll be back to our normal shit and i always make sure to i'm gonna i'm gonna start from the beginning but i just want to say that if you are in a relationship with someone a healthy one i think that the most important thing i'm pretty sure i read this on twitter or instagram is to apologize before y'all go to bed because you shouldn't go to bed angry and you know i think that it's more important to me than it is to my boyfriend i don't know i think different things are important to us in different ways and that's something that i have placed so much value because i'm well it's because i used to be paranoid about not waking up but now it's just because i don't want to go to bed feeling angry so sometimes you just have to be the person to you know implement that anyway so back to bouncing back so i didn't mention i mentioned my ex in passing i think in previous episodes but to give y'all a little like a, a little more of an insight as to who my ex was um i started dating him when i was 17 and you know people always say that you attract like in a significant other once you're like and you have a good relationship with yourself which i think is so true because when i was 17 i had like a really good relationship with myself i think i almost loved myself i was really proud of the the progress i had come because i had been so depressed before that and i had hated myself and i was so insecure and finally i reached a point where i was like really content with myself you know i thought i was smart and i was sort of social and i thought i was physically attractive and all was good and well and then i met my ex and we were um schoolmates he's a he was a year older than me and it was good in the beginning you know everything seemed great he seemed to really love my confidence and everything and then we he eventually sort of became emotionally unavailable or he just kind of ended up showing that more i think he's always sort of been in a way emotionally unavailable and he broke up for the first time and it broke my heart because um, we ended up breaking up because I, he, I don't know, guys are so stupid, but like he gave me all his passwords. So I had this weird intuition, this weird like inkling. So I went to check his Instagram. I don't do it often. Like I didn't do it often, but I just had this feeling. So like I went to check his DMs and well, he had DM'd another girl and um, you know, I just, I confronted him about it over text and he took forever to respond he didn't respond to my calls or my texts and the whole day I was I was out that night with my family and I would go to the bathroom 
in the public bathroom and like called a billion times. He would not answer, and he only he only responded in text. He because I was like, you know, what the hell is this? And he ended up changing all his passwords. And he was saying like, and I was like, you know, I I I deserve an explanation. He was like, I I don't owe you anything. And I remember I was watching a movie with my family, and I just started crying. And I told my mom, and it's embarrassing, you know, because I was like, you know. I guess in a sense that no one owes you anything, but at the same time being your girlfriend and having you cheat on me, it's just obviously I I deserve a reason, right? So, anyways, um, that happened, and then we didn't talk for a while, though I noticed him very obviously checking me out in school, and then after a while we started like talking again. And we started flirting again, but we and then eventually he ended up asking me to take him back, and he explained that he wasn't cheating, it was for a friend, and I was like, okay, well, I believed him at the time. I don't know if I believe him now, but it doesn't really matter. And we got back together, and again, everything was fine in the beginning. You know, he was good with my confidence, and you know, he was there and he was supporting, supportive of me. But I would say that I didn't love myself. Or have that as much? Okay, I don't even know if I loved myself then. I just knew I liked myself. But I think after we had broken up, we got in bed together. My self-esteem kind of like, like, flopped a bit. And I don't want to like put all the blame on him. It's definitely I will take some. I will take responsibility for that. Um. So, just give me a second. I'm trying to move into a more comfortable position. Oh yeah, but I definitely don't think I liked myself as much as I did. When we first met, for like reasons, I guess, and so anyways, we got back together and everything was fine until there were issues with the school. So I ended up having to move to a different school, which is the oh shit, my poster's coming out. Okay, which is the school that I ended up graduating from. So anyways, that happened, and I think that took a real strain on our relationship because we didn't see each other as often. Um, because my because I was younger, so my parents were less lenient as they are now because i'm fucking 20 so i can do whatever i want kind of not exactly but yeah and so anyways i didn't get to see him as often um and he got really jealous and he's always kind of been a little bit jealous but this got to a point where it was like extremely irrationally unreasonably scarily jealous like i will say i've had my fair share of like me having bursts of jealousy which is sometimes very very irrational and i apologize to my boyfriend now i've apologized to him in private don't worry and something i still work with but it's not so bad as it used to be but his was to the point where it was like very like incredibly irrational like like i'm talking about like the fact that i just existed in the world besides in my own house was something that he could get jealous of because other men would look at me and when I say that, I don't mean in the sense that they're checking me out. I mean that in the sense that I just exist and they're walking past me and they see me. And to give some more context, so there's this um, mall. So it's not really a mall. It's like a kind of like, there's like restaurants and shit there. And it's near my school, my previous school. It's like, it's like a five minute walk. Okay. And there was one time he messaged me during school and he was like what are you doing and i was like oh i just came back from the mall and i'm on the way back you know i went with my classmates and he was like okay well why didn't you tell me and i was like 
oh, well, it's five minutes away. I didn't really feel the need to. And uh, he was like, well, who did you go with? Why? What time did you go? Why didn't you feel like you could tell me? And I was like, because it's five minutes away. It's not a big deal. And he got really upset with me. And it was just five minutes away. It's a five-minute walk. Jesus Christ. And then it'd be other things like, there was one time. Okay, I remember. I will never forget. I will never let this memory die. It was a glass. A glass? <laughs> Sorry, I'm still sniffling. It was a class picture. And everyone is in the picture because obviously it's a class picture. And it just so happened that my boyfriend, No, was standing next to me in that picture. And he was furious. Okay, when I say next to me, he was like, there was a small gap. Because everyone in my class knew I had a boyfriend. And, like, he didn't put his arms around me. He wasn't even that close to me. It was just a class picture. Everyone else was there. He was so fucking angry, my ex. He was like, you know what? He called my current boyfriend some derogatory term for that was used to, like, it's for Indians. But my boyfriend is not Indian. He's Bengali. So, and I wasn't about to correct him because he was, like, on a rage. And I was like, you know... I was like, I'm not, I'm not going to bother. But he was so angry. He was like, well, why didn't you go and fuck him already? And I was like, what are you talking about? It's a class picture. And he was just so incredibly jealous. And he was like so angry. He was so pissed off at me. And this happened over and over and over again. We get into an argument. Even if it wasn't about guys, it's just about, be about like his well-being. Because I'm not going to say exactly what he was. Because I guess, I don't know. Because I was never like involved, involved in it. It's just because I was dating him. But he was involved in some shady shit. He knew some shady people. Some illegal shit going around. <laughs> when I say that, I just don't mean... I don't mean just, like, smoking weed. I just mean, like... I mean, like... Like, you know, like... Other shit. <laughs> um, but, yes, I was, like, scared, you know? I was, like, scared of my... My, my boyfriend's well-being. My current boyfriend's well-being. Because, I mean, like... And we weren't even that close then, but I was like, you know, my boyfriend at the time could very much just show up at your house and beat you up. So I was like really worried. It happened with another guy as well that I was friends with. But yeah, anyways, even if it wasn't about guys, it'd just be about his own well-being. What he was doing and whatever. And he would always make himself the victim. He'd always switch the situation back on me. And it was frustrating because, you know, it's it's gaslighting. So... I'd be so, I'd be conditioned to thinking that all our arguments were my fault. And, you know, I am a generally a pretty anxious person. I'm much, much, much less anxious than I was when I was with him. And even after being with him. But I'm pretty sure he knew that because he would go, like, there was times, there were times where he would go the like, entire week without messaging or calling me. Like, you know, after an argument knowing that it would cause so much anxiety in me and i would call like spam him like so much every single day i would call his brother one time i even called his mom because like i said he's involved with shady people i was scared that he was dead or something and you know it's like he knew how bad that was and he never like did anything to change that you know he never like i feel like as much as you like as bad as an argument is if it's something you can bounce back from, if it's something that's not, it's not a concurrent thing or it's not like an ongoing thing, it's just a bad argument and you still love that person so much, I can never, like, I could never like, ignore someone for that long, especially with knowing 
that they have crazy anxiety. Like, I remember times where I'm like, I don't even know if we were together. Well, we were, but like, he ignored me so much and so badly. It was just crazy. And it would drive me crazy, and I would tell people, and there were so many arguments I've had, and the times where he ignored me, and I would confide in other people, and they'd be like, that's horrible, why would he do that to you? You should do something about it, and I would always deflect, and I would always be like, no, it's my fault, I triggered him, and like, I'm gonna be honest, I've definitely had some toxic traits, you know, I feel like when I'm triggered, and I'm like, really really pissed off it's easy for me to get angry and when i'm angry i have a short temper and i can get very just verbally aggressive you know i've definitely been a little bit physically aggressive like i've never hit someone but i've definitely like you know shoved and you know been very very verbally aggressive towards people and i will admit that you know and i admit that there was something i did not a lot but like I don't do that that often. I don't I don't remember the last time I did that, you know, even just now in my argument. I was a little bit verbally aggressive, but not to the extent that I used to be, and I'm very proud that I've changed. So I've noticed that it's such an ugly, horrible, horrible thing. You know, my one of, if not my worst trait ever. Anyways, and I agree that there were times that I would react in those ways, but the times that I did that were much less frequent than the times that he had continuous toxic and manipulative behavior towards me. You know, besides being, you know, tardy, if you aren't unfamiliar with that term, it's just being late all the fucking time. And when I say late, I don't mean 10, 15 minutes. I'm talking about like half an hour, 45 minutes, an hour late. You know, he, And then he would gaslight me. He was incredibly overprotective and jealous for no reason. So all those bad traits, right? And also he was in shady shit. He would lie to me. He would test me, okay? Quote, unquote, test me. So he, like I said, he was involved with some stuff. So he'd go out to party a lot, which is whatever. Do whatever you want, right? And one time he told me, he was like, oh my god, I was so drunk. I woke up and everyone was sleeping on the same bed. And my friend, who was a girl, um, my friend isn't his friend. Um, yeah, so his friend would wake up come butt naked and like was like caressing him or something thinking that it was like he was her boyfriend and i was like okay well how the fuck am i supposed to react to that and it was split and i found out like a month later he'd be like yeah i was actually lying i was just testing you because i would tell other girls and they would always leave and in my head i was like well you know i love you so much that's why i stayed but now looking back at it i'd be like why the fuck didn't i just get pissed off at him like why was he sleeping with some naked bitch? I don't care who the fuck that person is. Why? And why would you lie about it, right? Why is that a test? And that was just, like, the tip of the iceberg. He said some crazy-ass shit. And, you know, if you didn't listen to our second episode of the podcast, I did talk about my experience with sexual assault from him. And even that was something that I wasn't even, like, okay, like, if you didn't, um listen to the episode basically i had set boundaries on what i was comfortable and uncomfortable with doing and i had to remind him those boundaries every single time we were intimate and he just chose to forget it or i don't know why he just would never remember and i would always have to remind him and the one time he i had told him a few times and you know i there were times that it was pretty obvious if you pay attention that I was physically uncomfortable 
But let's say you miss those cues. I had told him I was physically uncomfortable. I was physically comfortable a few times before he got the message. Before I pushed him off of me and I said, "No, what are you doing?" And I think that if he had just been like, "Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I genuinely did not pay attention," I would be annoyed. I'd still be like upset, but I feel like I would have forgiven him. But the thing that he did that just angers me is that he got off of me, like got up, like up from being on top of me. And he had the audacity to look at me in the face, did in the eye, and say to me, "This is why I don't like to do shit with you, because you're so." Because you react like this, because you're so overdramatic, are you overreacting? Okay, what? I'm overreacting because you crossed boundaries I've put in place and reminded you every single fucking time. I'm overreacting because I am physically uncomfortable, and you would have seen that if you paid attention. I'm un- I am the one who's overreacting because you sexually assaulted me, right? And obviously, being gaslighted and manipulated. And this was before I even like changed school, okay? So like I had already been conditioned to like believe these things that he would feed me, like these ideas he would feed into my head. And so I immediately apologized, and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I made you feel this way," and I felt like shit. And it's like it's like he planted these seeds in my head, and he was just, you know, it's like you conditioned to believe some something and it's like we had such a codependent relationship and he never took he never like i took a step back and realized oh my god this is so unhealthy i need to point these things out and he instead took that to his advantage and started manipulating me and it's like i didn't even realize that until i left the relationship I guess towards the end. I mean, well, I realized towards the end because I was like, I'm so sick of it. Like, I'm sick of, like, I don't, like, he's always so emotionally unavailable. He was always busy doing shit. And it's like, on his birthday, I made, like, a video. He didn't even appreciate it. And I was just so pissed off. So I had to, like, just finally ended it. And it took me time afterwards to realize that he had gaslighted me. It took me time to realize that I had been sexually assaulted by him. It, it wasn't like a sudden, it wasn't like I suddenly realized it i mean it wasn't like i immediately realized it it was like after hearing the things people told me or like after confiding at the people and them being like that was not okay for me to be like oh shit that isn't okay and like the relationship i'm in now with my boyfriend is is so different in so many different ways and even though it's different now when we had first started i will fully admit and my relationship with my boyfriend even before we were dating was codependent because pretty early on we had opened up to each other about pretty like heavy things and things that affected our us and our lives in different ways and i had opened up about my anxiety and my depression and being in this toxic relationship with my boyfriend because you know we had started becoming friends when i was like ending my relationship because i really needed i just needed a friend i just needed something to distract me before I had finally decided to leave. And soon afterwards, I had opened up to my boyfriend, my current boyfriend, about my depression and my anxiety and, and dealing with all those things. And I depended on him so much. Like, I can't tell you the amount of times I've called him or texted him 
talking to him about how I felt like dying, how I thought about that every day, how I was crying, how I hated everything about myself, and you know he stuck he stuck around and he and I and he took the time to like tell me different ways to help me overcome my like you know to be supportive towards me you know when i had really bad anxiety or panic attacks he would be there and he would sit with me and he would like go through these grounding exercises with me and make you know so it was definitely a codependent relationship in many ways also because i was so emotionally and mentally unfit to be in a relationship and which is why i prolonged calling him my boyfriend for so long and admitting that we were ever in a relationship even though we basically did all the things that you did in a relationship and i think what's different was that he he realized that and he told me he never took advantage of me in uh, during those times where i was so emotionally and mentally vulnerable he always like vouched he was like his thing was always that yeah he's there to support me but he's not gonna fix me because no one can fix me except for myself he's just gonna He's going to be there for me and make sure that I make it through and push myself every day. But all he's going to do is be there and give me so much support. But he's never, he never was like, I'm going to fix you. Or he never took advantage of me. And I think that's the biggest difference is that he realized that I was depending on him so much. But at the same time, he always forced myself to push myself. He never, he was like, he would call me out when I wasn't pushing myself hard enough. And at the time, I'd be so fucking annoyed. But afterwards, I'd be so grateful. Because, you know, having someone that stuck around that long and did that much for me, even even after, like, all the things, I was pretty mean to him for quite a bit. And, like, and there were times where I was, like, he would call me out. And he'd be like, you know what? I don't even feel appreciated by you because you never acknowledge all the things I did for you and I would realize that but I think that's what makes it different and I and I really want to talk about how I bounced back and and how I finally got to be in the relationship I'm in now which I'm like really happy about and obviously it's not always perfect and there are things that you know about my boyfriend that make me want to strangle him but as a joke <laughs> it's just because it annoys me but for the most part, I'm so happy with the relationship I'm in, and I'm so secure, you know, and which is, again, kind of ironic because I just had an argument, but, like, I'm so secure in the sense that I'm the most secure I've ever been. I will admit that there are times, like, there are lapses, because I'm so used to, like, in the past, being treated not in the best way, that there are def- definitely times where I feel bursts of insecurity, but... For the most part, I don't feel that as much anymore. And I want to... How do I say this? It's like... I, I'm not going to say this in a sense like... This is like a 10-step program as to how you're going to bounce back and find true love. Like a love that is respectful and kind. But I'm going to talk about it because it is such an, like an important topic, you know? Because like, before I even dated my ex... I was talking to so many guys who had, who had really just let fuck me over, in a sense, like, I always thought I was in control of the situation, but I really wasn't. Also, hold up, I need to drink some water, my mouth is fucking dry because of the air Okay, so anyways, where was I? Uh, where did I stop? Alright. 
so my experience with guys even before my ex was like pretty bad and then my ex was like the worst interaction i've ever had with a man ever um and then you know i ended up with my boyfriend but you know in between getting with my boyfriend like before we started seriously seriously dating i did talk to some guys here and there but just for the walls but i think that there's so like many like huge differences between my ex and my boyfriend and sometimes i forget that it was such a big achievement for me to overcome that feeling that i was only worthy of um guys who did not respect me and who did not treat me well and the thing is is that i never even realized that until i stopped communicating with the guys you know i've talked to guys who have let me on i've talked to guys who have talked to me when i was underage i've talked to guys who have misled me uh, to thinking that there's something going on but then turns out there was nothing going on and you know a bunch of other shit and then like i said with my boyfriend my ex-boyfriend and i think that i overcame that in a few ways so basically i think it's pretty like common knowledge that girls and guys like get over relationships differently like it's more common that girls will go through like these two weeks of pure hell just crying all the time and then afterwards like it's like a pretty steady like a incline towards bad bitch like don't fuck with me whereas guys like in the beginning it's just like yeah fuck that bitch and then after a while they get really fucking sad and regret everything and so for me it was the same thing i feel like it was two weeks and then i i don't want to say i got over it but like it was two weeks of just crying and randomly thinking about moments that we shared and not regretting it but thinking like do are we gonna get back together what you know what i mean like just in my head a lot about the relationship and after those two weeks ended it's like i mean you can only cry so much after a while like, you, you just you can't make any more tears and and after that it was kind of just like i think that was after that was when i realized that he had treated me so badly and you know the relationship was never good and i started to like bounce back a little bit and and bounce back in the sense that i got over him but at the same time it was hard for me to to think that i was worthy of like real like good love you know what i'm saying like even though i got over him and i got over the relationship because because by the time we ended the relationship i was kind of like over him not over him already but like i had already decided in my head like you know i'm over this sort of fucking behavior you know what i mean but i think what stuck with me you know after i was like fuck this guy fuck this relationship was the fact that he sexually assaulted me as one another thing was that i had finally noticed the pattern of people i had been talking to you know leading up to that guy my ex and i realized that all these guys had fucked me over and i realized that it was a pattern and i started to get worried because i was like but what if it's continuous pattern what if like for the rest of my life i'm only gonna talk to or um be in relationship with guys who fuck me over and it was just thought inside of my head that i was not deserving of love and i think that that is why for so long i was not with my current boyfriend because i thought like well i don't deserve his love you know because i mean i'm sorry i'm calling i don't want to say i'm calling you out but he definitely like had feelings for me like before i had feelings for him and he was more sure of those feelings but 
I think it was like to me I just it was something I feel like I never deserved and I think I got over that by well I guess I could say I'm lucky because my boyfriend oh this aircon is like really getting to my mouth <laughs> I'm gonna just the aircon for a while I think I'm lucky in the sense that I had someone to constantly tell me that and uplift me and remind me that I was worthy of love but I'm trying to remember and I, I'm pretty sure it's because I started to like like stop beating myself up so much about it because you know when I properly when I, when I finally like how do I say this so I've been with my boyfriend for like a long time like I guess you could say two years ish and like but the thing is if you were to ask me let's say you were to ask me a year and a half ago are we together i would have said no completely just shut you down i would never call my boyfriend my boyfriend but i say two years because in my head nothing changed when i decided that i wanted to be with him i think what really changed is my perspective on the love i deserved and that was fairly recent it was like a few like i think it was like mid to late last year kind of like i think august september i just was like fine i want to i realized that i want to be in this relationship and i want him to be my boyfriend i want to call him that because i was like accidentally calling him that and he'd be like what'd you say and i'd be like no i didn't i didn't i didn't say that and then that was when i truly truly accepted it because before that i was kind of accepting it because he always like reminded me and i worked on myself a lot but when I finally was like, yes, I, I, I'm so sick of just calling your relationship and not calling you my boyfriend. I'm so sick of it. I'm just going to call you my boyfriend. I'm, that's it. I'm, I'm ready, you know? I'm okay. And I'm, I'm finally accepting the fact that I deserve this. And I think the biggest thing for me was that I was scared. Not, I was think I think I was, obviously I was scared that I would never find a love that was like real and like not real but like like good and genuine but more than that i was scared of being happy and that was like that's tied a bit with my depression but also like my better experiences with guys it was like i was scared like what if i'm with this guy and it's good and it's happy and i'm like oh he respects me he genuinely loves me and then one day he turns around and says fuck you just completely fucks me over and I end up where, where I, right where I started. And that was what scared me even more. And I was so scared. And that was the thing was that I was so scared of having nice things. Or like having good relationships with people. Because I was scared that it would like turn around and like fuck me over. And I, it would be taken away from me. Because I truly believed that I was not worthy of good things. I really didn't believe that. For some fucking reason I just didn't believe that. Because. Because like come to think of it like with my ex when i was with him i truly believed that he loved me i mean i'm not gonna lie there were times where i questioned things for the most part i thought he really did like love me in like a like a proper genuine way and he respected me you know and i obviously find out that he didn't and that's what scared me i was like what if this shit happens again what if i'm happy and i'm so fucking happy and this shit crashes and burns and bites me in the fucking ass but when I decided that I was ready to finally commit to being in a serious relationship, 
it was a moment of like fuck it you know what i mean it's just like a, it's a fuck it moment and i remember I, I went back to kale and i had talked to some of my friends and one of my guy friends was like he's your boyfriend i was like you know he's not he was like don't like don't fucking stop being a pussy he's your boyfriend you know he's your boyfriend go back and tell him go and tell him right now he's your boyfriend and i was like no and then i went back and i remember calling or talking to my boyfriend and i was like i can't i i just my desire to be with him was just so strong because like we did everything that you do in a relationship that when we that when i finally was like okay nothing changed and so it was kind of like a moment of faith you know and i think that sometimes you just have to do that you just have to be like you know what yeah maybe this could crash and burn and bite me in the ass but what if it doesn't but what if it turns out to be good and he turns out to love and respect me genuinely and i took that chance and i was like okay i'm and i told myself this is the relationship this is going to be the relationship that continues the chain of positive and good and loving and respectful and improving relationships the rest of my life i decided at that moment that this is going to be a really fucking good relationship and when it ends the next relationship i'm going to be in is going to be even better than this one and then the next one's going to be even better and i decided i'm i decided for myself that i was going to create a new pattern you know and you can if you're listening to this you think that's so much that's so easy for you to say and no it's not it wasn't because there's so there's a list of people that i that I truly like you know let myself go for them so it was hard for me to to start but the hardest part is i was starting and it's because like at the time that I finally decided I wanted to be in a serious relationship with him was at the time that I was really pushing myself to fix myself. And I'm going to talk about that in another episode about how like I overcame my depression. But I was really pushing myself. And you know, like I said, I'm so blessed to have a boyfriend who really pushed me. Like he really did call me out the times where I was not pushing myself hard enough. But he also acknowledged the times that I was like, that I had you know, improved so much. And he was always supportive and he was always there for me. But he did push me and you know i'm grateful for that and but i also had to push myself and had to be like you know and i had to decide for myself and that was the biggest thing for me was deciding that i'm creating this new pattern i'm the one in charge is my life and i'm deciding how i deserve to be loved and and that's how i feel like and that's how i bounce back because i stopped letting myself believe that i was not worthy of good things i decided to break that pattern inside to instill in my head this is the beginning of a new pattern and i instilled in my head all the fucking time and if it wasn't me it was my boyfriend you know what i mean it's like and it's and not that's not to say that there was never issues because even after i decided that i wanted to be in a serious committed relationship you know even though we had been dating but like to seriously be in like like you know all in you know i'm not gonna go start with other guys i'm gonna give it to you and call you my boyfriend and be serious about this there were you know spurs of jealousy and i would be irrationally jealous because you know my boyfriend my ex-boyfriend had cheated on me and he'd manipulated me and he'd done all this stupid shit and my boyfriend 
my current boyfriend would call me out and tell me how irrational it was and how unfair it was for me to be so angry at him for something he didn't even do. And he, that I was taking things out of context and all these things and how it was unhealthy, you know? So I'm not saying that even after I decided that this was going to be a good relationship, there were different hurdles and challenges I had to overcome, but it was because I kept pushing myself and like, and I continued over and over again to tell myself that I was worthy of this love, I was worthy to be in this relationship, and even when we had arguments about that, I had to constantly tell myself that, you know, I'm not going to throw this pity party for myself and tell myself that, oh, I only deserve bad things. No, I deserve good things. I know I deserve good things. Because if not, why would I have met, why would, why did I meet my boyfriend now? Why? Because, because I'm worthy of him. I'm worthy of the love that he's given me. And I'm telling you, when you experience real, genuine love, it's, it's a different feeling. It's so, it's, it's reassuring. It really is. To be in a relationship that I'm secure in, you know, despite me being jealous here and there, you know, it's, it's still something I uh, overcome, you know, have little things here and there I still have to overcome, but, like, for the most part, this is the most secure I've ever been in any relationship, I think, and, like, it, it feels so good to, like, to, to do things, like, you know, like, I... I didn't have to ask permission. I'd just be like, oh, I remember I would, I would go out to see my guy friends. And this was like, so when we were dating, it was fine. But then when, when I decided to be in a serious relationship, I would, I would still ask, I'd be like, hey, you're comfortable. And he'd be like, yeah, he's completely fine. He didn't give a shit about these things because he trusted me. And I think that's the thing is like, you just have to trust. You just have to put in faith. And I say just, but like, you, it's like, it's like a fuck it thing. Gotta fuck it. Yeah, I'm going to do it. Because, let's just say, my boyfriend, my current boyfriend fucks me over. Let's just say he decides to cheat on me one day. It's not my fault. Nothing I did would be my fault if he decided to do that, you know, and I would find out anyway, right? So it's not like, in the end, I think, I would always find out. So it's no point in me being anxious or me stopping myself from being with him because I'm worried that he's going to cheat. Because what if he doesn't? And I think that's the thing. I, I, you know, I mean, I'm so invested in the law of attraction and manifesting. And something that I've learned is, or like kind of like try to implement, I guess you could say, is instead of like, because I think it's so easy to start this train of thought where it's like negative. Because like, you know, when you're upset about one thing, you end up being upset about everything. And sometimes it's not even related. Like if something bad happens, you think, could this make it any worse? And rightfully so, it can because you just said it and a billion things wrong could happen because you're manifesting these things, right? But what if instead of thinking, well, what if he cheats on me? What if one day he decides he doesn't love me anymore? What if he stops having these feelings for me? What if you think, but what if he um, cherishes me? What if he respects me? He um, puts in lots of effort for me he gets me nice gifts he's really respectful towards me he understands um what i've gone through in the past you know like you start like a like a train of positive thought you know it's like a continuous cycle and it's not something that's easy like it's not something that you can just say and do i mean you could but like it is something that you need to practice because you know for 
most of your life, you know, for most people, I think it's just so easy to be negative. But, you know, I've been actively trying to implement that. Like, I'm thinking, well, not uh, for just not just my relationship, but everything in general to such a positive train of thought. And I think that's something that kind of pushed me into being like, okay, yeah, I guess I could be in this relationship because I thought of so many good things that could happen. And let's say those things don't happen. I think I would have still been like, you know what? I would have left the relationship. But so far, it's been pretty good. And I am really happy. And, you know, I've come so far. And I think that... I think that I forget that it's such an achievement for me to bounce back and to decide that I am worthy of good things. And I am worthy of love and like respect and i just want anyone who's listening to this who's in a bad relationship or who just left a bad relationship that you are deserve deserving and worthy of the right kind of love and you know it's like even if you don't think you are i'm telling you you are you know and i had my boyfriend who was my boyfriend at the time well who kind of was but who wasn't really tell me that i was deserving and worthy of love like i remember when i was leaving my relationship with my ex he was the one who he was one of the people who told me that i didn't deserve to be with my ex anymore because my ex was trash and so if you're listening to this i'm telling you that you are so worthy of respectful love because it's, it's so good it feels it feels so good and it's not perfect there's something I realized as well. And I think that there's so many things that you have to unlearn, you know, when pursuing a, like, a real, true, genuine love. But it's not impossible. You know, I had to learn that my partner wasn't perfect. I had to learn that the relationship was just going to be magically perfect just because it's healthy, you know. He could fuck up. He he has fucked up because it's normal. Because I fuck up too. And, you know, we fuck up together. Or he just thinks that still piss me off or annoy me. But we overcome those things. You know, it's about unlearning unhealthy habits. But also realizing that there's so much room for growth and change. And I think that that's so important. And I don't know. I, I feel like. I'm eternally grateful for the relationship I have now. And I know that all my future relationships are going to be good. I just know it. I just know because I decided. I've decided that I'm starting a pattern of good relationships. And my next relationship is going to be better than this one. And if I have another relationship after that, it's going to be better than the the one before. Because I'm always going to be looking for um, something better. Because I have conditioned myself to believe that i'm deserving of something better and like of good things you know so yeah so that's kind of how i bounce back but if you're let's say you're in a less of a toxic relationship than i am you're just in a relationship that like he ended up being a douche he cheated on you or he just you just broke up with him for whatever reason it was and it wasn't so bad there are so many things you can do. So I'd say like you need to cry it out. And that's a good thing that I did. It's like you want to really let out all your emotions. Just 
just cry your fucking heart out and once you're done and once you're done like you know crying and eating ice cream and feeling shitty about yourself get over it move on move forward stop dwelling i think one thing that i did i remember my friend he told me he was like delete all your pictures with him delete his contact number unfollow him or block him if it's too much if you can't just keep one picture and i remember i did that i think i kept one picture i deleted all my pictures i unfollowed him i blocked him i deleted his contact number i don't know if i blocked his number but yeah so you just like completely remove yourself i would say don't even keep one picture just delete all of them um and delete your pictures of them on your instagram archive any like instagram stories or instagram posts that you have of them just like delete everything just distance yourself from them and then work on yourself so go out with friends you know spend time doing things for yourself because i noticed that when i was in my previous relationship i didn't have much of an identity besides being that person's girlfriend and i realized i had so much free time on my hands and it was really weird but then i ended up finding things to do and you know you and find more people to talk to like you know friends that you haven't kept in touch with or you know i don't see a problem with flirting with guys but don't get into anything serious too quickly i think you need time to heal and then you know work on being a boss ass bitch you know make a bomb ass place that you can shake your ass to and get ready to listen to a bunch of affirmations reminding yourself that you are beautiful and amazing intelligent and you are worthy of self-love work on bettering yourself find new hobbies start new hobbies um do things that you didn't put aside time for just work on bettering yourself and i think that and once you get to a point where you're like completely unbothered you're like oh shit I've, you know you eventually forget not you like not like you forget them but you forget that you were that pressed over the person and then you know you move on and that's how you attract another person and then you take the lessons you've learned from your previous relationship and apply it to your new one and you know you notice red flags or you work on your communication and stuff like that and, and that's how you bounce back because you can always bounce back and you know i i had like i even though i've been in a relationship where i've been gaslighted and i have had my experience with sexual assault and stuff like that i i understand that there are so many other people who have gone through so much worse um experiences than i have being abused in so much worse ways and my heart goes out to you and i i know that it's not easy i can't say that i know what you're feeling because i've never i have not experienced um what you've gone through at the extent to, uh, to the extent that you've experienced it but if you're listening to this and you like i said if you if you're going through this right now like a horrible abusive relationship or um are you just left one i just want you to hear me say this that you're just you're so strong you really are and you're so i know i said this earlier but i really want to implement it you're so fucking deserving of love 
real, true, genuine love from yourself, from other people, and you will get through this. You really will. I genuinely believe that. I genuinely, genuinely believe that, and I am manifesting for you. Even if you don't believe in manifestations, I believe in manifestations, and I'm manifesting that you will get out of the situation, or you will heal, and or you will heal from it, and you will find true love within yourself because i think that that's the best way to bounce back the best way to overcome something is to find it deep within yourself that love that you're searching for that you're yearning because it's there and it exists and i and i i'm so proud of how far you've come and i know that you're gonna push through this and if you're in an abusive relationship i know that it's so fucking hard but i know that you can get through this you know you can leave it leave that relationship and i just am manifesting all the love and the light for you and i'm gonna go and find um like hotlines and i'm gonna put it in the description so for um i guess for abusive relationships and like hotlines you can call or resources you can check out and i'm and i think i'm I will do some research as well as to, to find like maybe the, some donations or some petitions to sign to help out um, victims of um, abusive relationships because you know I've been in a toxic relationship and that was just and that was nowhere near the relationships that other people go through and I hated that and I can't imagine how those people are feeling right now and on that note i want to end off this episode thank you so much for listening um i appreciate it and to my boyfriend who's listening to this right now uh i love you and i'm so grateful that you were in my life that you came into my life when you did and that you showed me that you showed me real genuine love and truly made me believe that i could decide for myself that i could start this new pattern of relationships that i choose to be in from here on out so yeah um that's all again thank you so much for listening i will leave um either links or hotlines i think are both um and yeah i'll catch you in the next episode bye